This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. Today, we're going to talk about how to use other people's tax brackets. And I say other people's, but we'll also talk about other entities' tax brackets and how that could be a benefit to you with your tax planning, with your tax strategy. So as, as you might know, there are, or in the United States, we have a tiered tax bracket system. It starts at 10%. Well, it starts really starts at 0% because the standard deduction, up to a certain amount, people can make income, earn income tax-free. Then it goes up to 10%, 12%, 22, 24, 32, 35. It just goes up depending on your depending on your income. The income as it goes through those brackets will be taxed incrementally higher as it hits each of those different tiers. So as you are in, into these higher brackets, say you're in a, a 37% tax bracket, you're making four or five hundred thousand dollars a year. In that bracket, the it hits about 32% at just over $300,000 of, of income. So when you're in those high brackets, it's probably time to start thinking about like, okay, how can I legally and ethically use other people's brackets or other entities' brackets to not pay such a such a high income rate, an income tax rate? So here's one example of this, and we've talked about this in the past on the podcast, is you can pay your kids uh, a salary or you can pay them a salary, you can pay them hourly for helping you in your business. That is completely legal. I would ha- well just make sure that they're actually providing work in your business. It's related in some way to your business. They're helping you do some cleaning on your rental property, they're helping you do bookkeeping. They're helping you do they're helping you manage your social media accounts. Make sure they're helping you in some way. But what can happen is if if you have a business, you could pay your kid, say it's $10,000 and you're in this 37% bracket, you will get a $10,000 deduction on your tax return because that net income will flow through to your personal calculations. That will save you $3,700 in taxes. Now, on your kid's tax return, let's say they're 15 years old and they're helping you out with something, they get $10,000 of income reported onto their tax return. If they have no other job, their standard deduction it's about $13,000 that they can make tax-free. They're not going to pay any tax on that $10,000. So you get a deduction from your through your business for $10,000. It saves you $3,700. And your child doesn't have to report any of it as income. Well, they report it as income, but they don't have to pay tax on any of that income. So your tax savings in that example is $3,700. It's a, it's a huge amount of tax savings just by making that one simple change. But now imagine, say you've got a... Uh, Say you've got an 18-year-old son or daughter, and they're doing quite a bit more work in your business, and you're still in that 37% bracket, but now you're, say your son makes $20,000 working part-time after school and summers in a year, or even full-time if they're 18 after, after school, say they're making $20,000 a year. They're, they're not going to receive income tax-free anymore because they're over that standard deduction limit. However... At $20,000 of income, they're in that 12% bracket. So you, the business, you'll pay them $10,000. You'll get that $3,700 tax benefit as it goes out to them. And then on their end, when they receive it and add it to their other income, they're only going to pay 12%. 
federal tax rate, a 12% federal tax rate on that $10,000 of income. So they pick up, they've got $1,200 of tax they have to pay on that, but you just saved $3,700 of tax. So there's a $2,500 tax savings. That's the, the difference, like that delta, the change in the tax rate, that's, that's how you can estimate your tax savings. So, and you can do that with kids, you could do that with family members, friends, your, your employees. If you're paying someone anyways, or, or even like, even if your parent, if you're helping your parents, if you have elderly parents, if there's something they can do in your business and you can pay them, and they're in a lower bracket, you can also use your parents' tax brackets. So we see it, it's a lot more common with family members, kids, um, sometimes siblings, sometimes elderly parents or parents using their brackets is can be very good for tax savings. As long as you understand like what bracket you're in, what bracket they're in, you can do some estimates on it. And then in the beginning I mentioned I would talk about other entity tax brackets as well. Um, one example of that is to use a C corporation. C corporations have a 21% tax rate. That's the federal tax rate. If we've got to make a a reasonable reason for this not just you're not just doing this for tax reasons but if you need to separate liability or you have different different type of business operations you want to separate and put in a different corporation you can have say your S corporation pay your C corporation for varying services admin services payroll management your accounting or whatever you want your C corporation to do in that same example you could pay your C corporation We'll make it bigger. Let's say it's $100,000 a year to manage those services. If you transfer $100,000 to your C corporation, that will save you $37,000. And then your C corporation, as it receives the income on the next year's tax return, the C corporation will pay $21,000 of income tax. So in that example, you're paying 37% tax rate. The C corporation is paying a 21% tax rate. That's a 16% difference on $100,000, that's $16,000 of tax savings. So if it's worth it for you to set up that an, another entity, another corporation, and if there's a business purpose for it, a lot of times that can save you a ton of taxes. You just need to plan ahead of time, during the tax year, not after the tax year. That's when you need to set up the entities, that's when you need to actually do the transfers uh, of, of the payments and set up the agreements and stuff. It can really help you and your tax planning if you set it up ahead of time before the year ends. So hopefully that helps you with your tax planning and your strategy and your wealth strategy. And please reach out if you have any questions. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com.